0: Edward can have a knot as a treat. Hi, Shannon. Hi, G.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Three Books, One Plot, the only podcast on the web where one of us writes life and death, one of us writes Midnight Sun, and some Froggy Friday, Wednesday, Monday celebrating writer reads New Moon.
0: Froggy Friday.
1: Yeah, well, technically it's Froggy Friday, Wednesday, Monday, Sunday right now as time of recording, but this is airing on a Monday, so I thought I'd go Monday. (laughs) Um, But
0: that (laughs) that intro was for...
1: Um, my lovely friend, Ioko, uh, who, if you were in Fan Author Workshop, you may have met, or if you were in Bella's Book Club, you may have crossed paths with Ioko. So we are super, super stoked to finally have Ioko I as a know! guest. This
0: I'm very excited
1: to be here. So yeah, this is this is really great. Because honestly, like, you, I guess, I gotta say, I could never have picked you out of the like, Fan Author Workshop lineup as someone who was going to actually care about my stupid Twilight <laughs> podcast. <laughs> would never have guessed um but you have been such a staunch supporter of the podcast that it just like fills me with confidence and hope every time I'm like well if Ayoka likes it maybe it is good well it is good I mean yeah I definitely do enjoy it and like I mean to be fair I don't think I would have picked me as someone who would be super into a Twilight podcast either um very Just because up until like February of this year I had never read Twilight or like oh. really done anything with it. So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't Shannon's that face yet. does it off because like yeah oh wow well that was another incredible journey and it really segues perfectly into our our first guest question which is what is your fandom history and specifically your history with twilight because i remember kind of watching you like kind of post about it very subtly on tumblr like often in the tags of something and be like is she like reading the books right now in real time oh my god (laughs) is this my fault it's happening my fault it is your fault oh no yeah take responsibility Because I I always associate with you you with very sophisticated fandoms. I gotta <laughs> say, <laughs> thank you. I mean that's that's very complimentary to me. But you know I'm I consider myself trash. Like deep in my in my <laughs> core, we I, go. Am, I am. I tr- But trash. I think that's like a special Good. ability is taking the sophisticated fandoms and being <laughs> the trash of them and making them trash to suit you. You know. Thank you. Make the trash. Thank you. you wish to
0: see in the world. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly that's it. How it goes. So. um... So, yeah, my fandom history, I guess, well, my first fandom, Baby's first fandom, um, was probably Lord of the Rings. Ooh, good one. Um, Classic. So, yeah. So, I started out with that. And the way I got started with that is that I had someone in high school literally print out. Cassandra Clare's Very Secret Diaries not, for me. Not Cassandra Clare's Very Secret yes. Diaries. Oh my god. Yep. I remember yep. I was a baby when that came out, but even I was aware of that. Yeah, like they they were printed out, handed them to me. It was my first time ever, like seeing anything, like any type of fan work. And I was wow. like, what the f- hell is this? I, I couldn't believe it. Um, And yeah, I, I think that before that, like the concept of fan fiction had never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. So naturally, like after that, I was like, well, I guess I gotta seek out some stuff and I kind of assumed it was all going to be like parody stuff like oh, that's what I right. thought ben was going to be because well, Very Secret Diaries that's is very, very parody it's very silly it's from the point of view yeah. of what Legolas right um, it's it's like everybody gets kind of like a, a rotating thing. Like Aragorn has one, and Frodo has one. I like they all have. No, yeah. Cassandra Clare was
0: from like a fan fiction, whatever. Is, yeah, like well, Roots.
1: she she got famous for plagiarizing her Harry Potter fiction. Oh, that's but right. Even before she was plagiarizing her <laughs> Harry Potter I fic about that, um, she had written the very secret diaries, which I think was originally like a live journal. It was like old, old. That sounds right. Um, it was old, and yeah, it was like, like yeah, Lord of the Rings. It was like a. Uh, it was kind of what it sounds like diaries of the characters during the events of the story and so it had some the one running bit flavor, i remember yeah. it was very it was very silly it was like pure crackfic what was crackfic <laughs> was having a big moment back in the 2000s yep. um yeah there's definitely some good Twilight crackfic from like 2008 too but i the one thing that i remember from secret diaries is Legolas always concludes his entries with like i'm still the prettiest ah yeah funny yeah good it's actually like if you've the other thing that it takes off on, so it's like Lord of the Rings meets Bridget Jones's Diary, and Shut I'm sure that, up. yeah, I'm. It's That's written in the same fun. style as as the Bridget Jones's Diary. So, we'll have to put yeah. both that and yeah. the the Cassandra Clare saga. Mm-hmm. Some some kind of biographical information on her time in fandom in yeah. show notes for people. Yeah. yeah, it's worth it to read. But biographical information on your time in fandom. So what did, where did you go next from all of that? Um. So next from that, I sadly spent some time in Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> we've do, all done our as, do most, as do most people. As do most people. Regrets now. Um. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah. And then I I was like a big time lurker, so I really didn't post anything. I really didn't like comment on anything. I just sort of like read stuff, and um and yeah. From there, like Pirates of the Caribbean, briefly, <gasps> and just like some other like random stuff. You said we got to stick with Orlando Bloom, baby. <laughs> He was for a while my own personal favorite, like bad actor. I considered him kind of. You know, Beth made me go see Gran Turismo just so we could really um, roll Orlando Bloom. Yes, it was really. Funny. Love him though. That's hilarious. Um. So yeah. So after that, like, I got to about like two thousand five or so before I wrote anything at all. Okay. I wrote like two stories. And then I just like fell out of fandom completely for like a while, oh, for like wow. a decade, basically. Oh wow, decade—that wow. is a while. Well, yeah, like, and, and then like Trump happened, and then I needed mm. an escape, and uh, I went back Ooh. to fandom, and nice. and I've written a lot more not recently. Wow, yeah, it, it's very recent. Like, yeah, it's actually pretty crazy when I think about it because I don't know what made me be like, you know what I need right now? Fucking fanfic. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> But that's That's what
0: happened. Relatable sentiment. (laughs) Truly. That's incredible. Especially since you said 10 years without it. That's, that's kind of nuts. But I do, it's one of those things where it's like the pandemic got a lot of people into stuff. And I never Mm -hmm. thought that like, of course, other big things could get people back into whatever they were kind of, maybe not like leaning on as a kid, but something that comforted them and they really enjoyed when they were younger. So it's like, oh my God yeah that kind of makes sense
1: well and like fandom is always here for you you know like, it is! you can leave for any amount of years and come back and there's still fans of the thing and they're still making fan work so like yeah. that's kind of one cool aspect
0: of yeah it. and if you yeah. write a fan fiction and go a few years without updating it those people will also still be there waiting for you <laughs> just, waiting. just fucking waiting for you you oh, know Oh boy i hope so for my sake <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. well people are resilient but wow so you totally you just like missed the whole twilight era of fandom oh yeah like it's it's really crazy because like i don't think anybody in 2008 could have not been aware of twilight so i was like very aware of it as like a thing that was happening and like a cultural movement i guess i don't know no but uh, um but like yeah like it just the team edward and team jacob movements (laughs) it wasn't my uh the two-party system my thing for like a long time and then, like, yeah, I, I was probably one of those assholes who, like,
0: made fun of Twilight. Oh, yeah, um, of course. I liked Twilight. Course. I made fun of Twilight. But, mm-hmm. like... Well, I mean,
1: it was kind of the norm. Like, yeah. it was mm-hmm. it was considered, you know, lame if you didn't. Like, you would get tarred and feathered and oh, excluded and from things. Well, and I very much remember, weird. like, Robert Pattinson making fun of it. And I feel like once yes. one of the actors was then you kind of like everybody kind of piled on yeah he really did like give everyone permission you know like it it was considered like so cool and edgy for that yeah (laughs) and now he's kind of changed his ways he really has it's kind of crazy king number one twilight hater king (laughs) well you know it's like i think it's one of those things where you reflect back on it and like it's it's kind of more beloved now like it definitely like that's the feeling i get from like twilight fandom is like for a while we were all embarrassed now it seems like people are kind of getting pulled in and being like, you know what? This actually wasn't so embarrassing. It's fun. It's, yeah. you know, it's kind of like yeah. how I feel about Poldark. I don't know. I feel like G has read it. I have read. Yep. I listened to most of them, actually. <laughs> yep. And I, I watched um, most, I think I watched like the first two seasons of the show. And mm-hmm. then I was just like, I don't care about these characters. <laughs> enough to keep, um, like, but I had that same problem in the books. I got so sick of, who's their daughter? Cloent's cannot stand that she's so boring i'm like get to the get to the fun part i hate these people where's jeff where's jeffrey charles yeah like there's Large swaths of pole dark where you're like this is absolute shit and stupid, but part of me is always like I I enjoy it still. It's like yeah. well, the level the level of like soapiness that it's operating on is perfect. It's not yes. too silly. It's taking itself just the right amount of seriously, and it's got all of this cool drama and it's like historically accurate. So like you can feel you can feel smart even as you're like watching yeah thinking how dumb the it is. cheating drama. <laughs> yeah Damn. so anyway that's <laughs> i guess a mini plug for poldark i don't know why but you know just just <laughs> why it yeah. feels like it oh
0: wait i've never even heard of it that's exciting i'll have to look
1: well it was it. on pbs so like you had to really be like <laughs>
0: tapped really into, into it the
1: period drama kind of world yeah, yeah. you gotta be looking I... for it <laughs> that's funny
0: yeah or the objectifying aiden turner world which maybe so Yeah,
1: it's a a sizable
0: world, that world. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. That's so fun. There's so many things that you've sped out here just that I'm like, okay, well, now I have a lot of stuff to look up because (laughs) that's a a whole channel that I have never tapped into. So as you're... Twihard of the week, Ioko has read chapter 10 of New Moon titled The Meadow. Oh good one. Oh no, yeah. And as Edwards, um, or no, as the feminist of the week, G is gonna take us through Bo's adventures in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And I am Edwards' therapist this week, and I I was there. <laughs>
1: You were there. I was there. With that couch, taking your notes on a clipboard.
0: Yeah, I'm just in it for the money at this point because I'm not getting any progress with this man. It's fine. No. I'm in it for the money. You can, I mean, he's a billionaire. You can charge him so much. For I know. And you know he's overpaying anyway because he doesn't understand how much could a banana cost, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> so before we get into what's happening in this um, chapter here, we need, we need a, a timeline check-in, G. Cause I, I had a vague idea of it because thankfully she does tell us, tells us, but again, it's just, the timeline is a little clearer
1: here than it has been. It's this is an interesting one. So we've had a time skip of about a week. We left Mm -hmm. off on February 19th and we're picking back up on Saturday, February 25th. And we're going through Saturday, March 4th, 2006. Um, And this is also when the timeline dates finally start to match up and make sense again with each other. Like, don't get me oh, wrong, I didn't know that was still dumb and didn't write this to a calendar. But like now we can
0: at least agree on what day it probably is. I didn't realize that it would make sense later on. I thought the whole book was just going to be like, who's to say? Let's call it this one. <laughs> yeah. Not until March does it
1: make sense because we've kind of got this cyclical she thing going. She loves drama
0: in March.
1: Yes. Well, it's kind of like um, Harry Potter where the mm-hmm. books kind of follow this temporal pattern of like the climax happens in May right around the time of their exams of like the school year. <laughs> So like That's actually really funny. The first two Twilight books, like people think of New Moon season, quote unquote, as the October, November, December, but like those are just words. We're never actually in the month of October, November or December. (laughs) Those are just words. like aside from the very brief like birthday slash breakup stuff at the beginning new moon takes place during almost the same exact dates as twilight like bella even said a couple episodes ago she was like this is the year the day same day last year that i got oh, here yeah. it's like the first day um, so school like, all over again. we once again are gonna get stuck in march for a long ass time Fuck so get ready him. for march
0: <laughs> whatever that's this might as well happen No offense to Mark's No, It's only
1: the last two books of Twilight that just go fucking crazy with timelines. Hell yeah. No gods, no timelines.
0: Doesn't matter. Can't wait. Well, in order to discuss what's going on, we've got to give you guys a little bit of a a preface here. So we're going to do some summaries for all of you. And starting off our summaries, we're going to have Ioko give us a uh, 30 second or less chapter of chapter 10, The Meadow. So, Ioka, are you ready to do this silliness? I'm
1: ready. And, you know, wish me luck here, guys, because if I get through this without stuttering over these words, we'll be so incredibly lucky. No. And I... If you don't, then you'll be just like Shannon. It's <laughs>
0: <all dirty. laughs> Yeah, No, so I'm, I believe in you, and I'm ready whenever you are, okay? Take your time. Start whenever you're ready. All right. It's whole time. Charlie loves hitting them. Bella's is aching,
1: throbbing, lacerating, etc. And Jacob isn't around to patch that baby up because mono sounds sus, but ain't nobody going to keep a bum bitch down. It's time for Bella to finish earning her orienteering badge. Bella finds the meadow and even deeper depths of despair. Oh, and Laurent. Imaginary Edward nags her through yet another near-death experience until some bear wolves appear and then Bella cries, screams, throws up all the way home because Victoria wants to make Bella's metaphorical hole into a real one. Ah! <laughs> holes in the
0: hall. holes is the name of the game, baby! <laughs> oh, holes I'm by a... Lewis Sacker levels of holes so in this so glad you really emphasized the holes.
1: So many holes. I'm going to, every time there's a hole, I have a note, so get ready. We might have to, I think the hole probably should have been added as a drinking game rule several episodes ago, but let's add it now. Let's add it now. Holy shit.
0: Thank you. Holy Ah, shit. (laughs) Ah, man, we're going to have a good time today. I can just fucking feel it, man. (laughs) In addition to New Moon, we have euphoria and agony which is what we're she's still so salty it. about the title it's, i'll never get over because i'm being a bitch for no reason and i like to have reasons so i kind of create them but anyways euphoria and agony g you have created a little bit of a uh, chapter for us here for bo's yes, misadventures and i want to hear all about them but first 30 seconds or less can you tell us what we're about to experience today um i can try it's
1: it's probably gonna go over 30 seconds but you know what here we go fuck it let's go How's Julie doing? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? When Julie comes down with totally real mono and girl boss Bonnie decides to gaslight gatekeep Bo out of her entire town, poor <laughs> Beau is forced to pretend to care about his other disgusting friends. After Charlie warns him not to go into the murder forest, Bo decides to go into the murder forest where he's immediately threatened with murder by Lady Laurent, who is trying to break the murder glass ceiling and also Bo's neck. Luckily, he's saved by a group of adorable slender wolves, probably with cute little bows on their ears like a Yorkshire terrier. Bo goes wee 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 all the way home like the little piggy he is, where he locks himself in his impeccably clean room to process the news that Victor is gunning for him and plans to make Saw Three. look like an episode of lazy town
0: you had like 30.6 seconds that was phenomenal oh. wee 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 <laughs> all the way home big boy you know what i hope they do have little bows on their ears because that would be funny <laughs> that would be great you it's know a slender why slender
1: wolves fashion slender like barbie slender wolves. wolves i keep it picturing like those um those disney wolves with like the big eyes like you know how like in disney yes. you have to know they're female so they have like giant eyes and like cute little noses
0: I feel mm-hmm. like that TikToker Vinewater where it's like, Big do, the, eyelashes. do the aliens Wolf have titties? Do the wolves have titties?
1: Do the wolves have titties?
0: <laughs> they have like an udder. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Moving on because I don't want to uh-huh. visualize that. Moving and on I, to I'm, Dark
1: Moon. Next, suck. Dark Noon, please. Yeah. Are you ready for Dark Noon? I hope you're ready
0: for Dark Noon. I never am,
1: oh, but I'm always put so excited. those
0: shades away. It's dark enough. All right, well... Tell me when, and I'll give you what I got. But again, yeah, this right. also might go over, but if it doesn't, cool.
1: You know what? At this point, we've abandoned it the pretense. It doesn't even matter anymore. Seconds. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, um, all right. <clears throat> so, Shannon, whenever you are ready, you can give us a summary of Dark Noon. I believe we're on Chapter 11, and you'll have to tell us what it's called. Okay. Do you want
0: me to tell you what it's called right now? Yes. What it's is it called? called um, <laughs> it's called, um, fuck. <laughs> no, it's called, um, fuck? No, I'm pretty sure it's either a plan or the plan, but I don't have the thing open right now. Okay. Something about plans. Plans and something. A plan. Yeah. Plans and agony. All right. In today's chapter of Dark New, we get a lesson on stalking from cringe frail extraordinaire Isaac Randall, I mean, Edward Cullen, without human criminals to kill her, his family to neg. He roasts every used car in the New England area and gets bullied into making some fashion crimes by his tiny bitch of his sister. Victoria gets a new persona. Alice is keeping an eye out for Selena, and Jasper is just begging his wife, I mean, the plot, to let it be a little more useful. An entire book early. Edward's the third wheel and yet another insufferable conversation, and Alice starts doing what she does best and says, if you don't listen to me, I'm going to tell mom, before Edward sets off for the merry land of murder, war, and despair. Houston, Texas. <laughs>
1: Ooh, not too bad.
0: Very 28 nice. seconds. Okay. And
1: I'm very excited for Dark Noon now. Thank you. She's going to tell for mom. Mentioning Jasper and Alice so yeah. many times. <laughs> you
0: we As if I can help it. You know? <laughs> as if I can help it. As if you can fight me off. <laughs> Anyways. As if we could fight off our shit. <sighs> well, let's back it up a bit. Because you can't, you can't find out about Dark Noon yet. Okay. We got to find out about... New Moon. Did I say Dark Moon? Doesn't matter what I said. <laughs> you Close enough. Who cares? New Moon. Let's go, baby. So, Ioko, did anything pop out to you at the beginning of this chapter that starts off so slow, but picks up eventually? Because I feel like yeah. it turns pretty slow. I mean, like, my first note here
1: is that, genuinely, it seems like Bella can't ever accept any type of parent just being, like, a good parent. <laughs> Like, is like, so worried that Billy doesn't take Jacob to the hospital. She's worried that he doesn't really have mono. Like, she's, like, so overreaching. I had that note, too. Well, because my note was that, like, why does she think Billy is lying here? Like, he doesn't really give her a reason to doubt him. Like, yeah. But she automatically, like, she saw to Jacob it. was sick. Like, she even yeah. saw that he was like, I'm sick, and he went home. So, like, there's been no there's real no... reason
0: for her to be. She's
1: literally, like, on
0: WebMD looking up the symptoms <gasps> of. I? Her. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I said, somebody get this bitch WebMD because you she know she'd love it. She would go nuts for some WebMD. Hypochondriac Bella, <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. I know. No,
1: like, she's, like, on there being like, well, his throat wasn't sore. So I think Billy is a bitch ass liar. <laughs> and it's like, Where are you getting this? Yeah, oh, I love God. that, too too because it's like i mean i don't know My the only thing i can think of like why she feels this way is because she was gaslit for an entire book like last book true she's so, so defensive she just thinks everybody's a liar yeah,
0: that would be yeah so her bad. senses
1: are just she's just hyper vigilant for people lying <laughs> uh, to her
0: all the time it is funny because my one note was like oh maybe ask your dad to call his best friend instead of blowing up their quarter kitchen phone not realizing that one of the next steps is charlie picking up the phone he does exactly that. Bella's like hey where's jacob and Charlie's like, time to make a call, I guess. But Charlie well, calls he calls his Harry. second best friend. Harry yeah. gets called. And I love the idea of him twisting the cord around his finger, just chatting while Bella sits <laughs> on the- Charlie kicking his feet, giggling. Bella's sitting on the like linoleum floor, just like, waiting. Like, come on, <laughs> man. I
1: love is like, she's doing that. And all Charlie is saying, apparently, is, hmm, yeah, <laughs> hmm, yeah. <laughs> Straight man conversation oh, yeah. with so Harry good. Clearwater. Yeah. Um, well, and I completely <laughs> forgot that we got this foreshadowing about Harry Clearwater going to the hospital to get tested no! for heart problems. Yeah. Charlie Ouch. was worried. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's so worried. That's so, that's very painful in hindsight. Um, not to spoil anyone, but... Harry Clearwater's heart problems. Put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I hope
0: that doesn't come back. Yeah, well, it's too bad. Chekhov's heart problems. I like that. It's like, oh my gosh. But then they were joking around again and Harry got Charlie laughing. Because you know when a friend worries about you and you're just like, oh my gosh, don't worry. Like when blah, blah, blah. And you just start making jokes because it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. It could You could be missing a foot. And you'd be like, no, 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 don't worry. Anyways. <laughs> no, they're straight Let's man besties. They don't worry about
1: their health. That's not <laughs> what they do. They go fishing and eat hot chip and lime. It-
0: do good for them and then uh, no visitors i demanded in disbelief charlie raised one eyebrow now don't you go making a pest of yourself bells billy knows what's best for jake he'll be up and around soon be patient um and i'd like to recommend a little book to bella that i sometimes read to the two-year-old that i nanny called waiting isn't easy by mo willems (laughs) (laughs) so we'll put on bella's book club rex putting it in waiting isn't (laughs) easy bella (laughs) So sorry. Barbara, sometimes I love we are not about you. Charlie parenting Bella and like being like, "Hey, he's fine." Because she's like, "How dare you try to parent me? How dare you?" Well, this says so much again about her
1: attachment style and how like Jacob doesn't talk to her for like two days, and she's like, "He hates me, and he's dying,
0: and there's a conspiracy, and everyone's lying to me." <laughs> But I will say, this does happen right after the um, boundary placing. So later on in the True. chapter, she does panic about that. But I mean, hey, it kind of makes sense that she might be a little insufferable
1: right now. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, I told Jacob I didn't like him back. And he was like, oh, you ugly anyway.
0: <laughs> he pulled the he pulled the man card. He truly did. Um, yeah, he's like, okay,
1: I'm gonna go hang out with Leah.
0: Oh my gosh. And then the n- unnecessary roast where she... Cause the, yeah. Charlie's like... About the mono, did you have the same line here? About the mono? Please read it. Please yeah, read it. Yeah, I, uh, let's see. Although, I know it's the same. All line. I knew
1: about mono was that you were supposed to get it from kissing, which was clearly not the case with Jake. And I said, <laughs> get dunked, Jake.
0: Get dunked. Why did she have to, st- she's she so-
1: <laughs> She was like,
0: well, I know he's bitchless. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. He's a loser. Mm-hmm. And then I'd give it a week, I decided, before I got pushy a week was generous girl relax unclench you're fine was it though was it really mm,
1: no I mean this kind of tracks with um what was happening last episode where she was kind of brother zoning and son zoning him and being like I was proud of him like a PTA mom kind yeah. of shit she's like, still she's son like, zoning I'm gonna get pushy I'm gonna get pushy <laughs> yeah I'm gonna check up on his health constantly like, she's oh, like okay. how could your dad know about your health that's my job your mother <laughs> like quit <laughs> I know right But yeah, this is a sadly Jacob-free-ish chapter. It's Um, so sad for me personally uh, because I, look, I'm not going to say that I ship any characters in this story. Like, I really don't. But like, I prefer Jacob so much. And like, the lack of him is just so sad to me. Yeah, Yeah. we, oh man, we really gave you the wrong chapter. (laughs) It's okay. Like, I I like it, but you know, Mm -hmm. I just miss him. I like I know. missed him, like how Bella misses him, because apparently she—he's like the only thing that's keeping her even remotely stitched together. Yeah. Like she's losing it hard, keeping and, those like, holes clenched tight. tight. What like, was that sentence th- that really threw me for a, a loop? Oh yeah, okay. She describes herself as lonely, worried, bored, perforated, and I was—I I was like perforated. What? Mm-hmm. And then I—and then I realized she was alluding to the hole in her chest. That's my
0: note. My entire <laughs> note is that image. <laughs> to shreds you say
1: (laughs) yes it is the futurama meme to shreds you say but like it just came out of nowhere i was like you what you're what it got me too i was like perforated damn bitch like holy shit how (laughs) many holes do you have holy but yeah she really wants to tell us about her unfilled holes this chapter it's like we know bella i wasn't handling alone well yeah we sure know Some could say that, like, I just, it's so crazy, because they also reference, again, like, these screaming nightmares that Bella has, and, like, why is Charlie not taking her to a psychiatrist? Like, this is clearly, like, above and beyond. She hasn't escaped a saw trap, you guys. Like, she's been (laughs) broken up with. Uh Like, the trauma is not that deep, and she's, like, fucking flipping out.
0: I well and like know. it doesn't
1: even need to necessarily like, a regular doctor at this point would be sure. fine. Like someone to give her an ambient. Like, yeah. This, truly. Well and That's she even sedatives. says the line um she says the dreams got hard again, which title of her sex Thank date. you for doing it. Um, so I didn't have to <laughs> Oh, I should stop doing it then. If you're going to do them for no, me, no, you I sh- should sh- just send you the sex uh, check titles at the nope. of every episode. Don't you worry.
0: <laughs> but the rest of those sentences are good too, because she's like, I no longer i could no longer see the end coming. Just the horrible nothingness. Half the time in the forest. Half the time in the empty fern sea, where the White House no longer existed. When the where the White House no longer existed, I wrote one can dream, baby. <laughs> oh man, she's on the ellipse.
1: She's in the wrong Washington. <laughs> It's just, it's just so silly dc jokes i love
0: but she keeps she keeps being like sam is still in the dreams he's in the dreams but he's just kind of standing there and i love the idea of in her dreams there's sam is just standing there judging her freaking yes, out no, over the empty the forest. the presence
1: of sam makes it so funny <laughs> like, it would be like already <laughs> stupid if she her worst nightmare is like being alone in a forest but the fact that sam is there and he's just doing nothing and she's just like ignoring ah! him yeah very silly. Yeah. Okay, Karen. He's just like some guy to her, too. Like, she doesn't know him.
0: Shouldn't talk to him. He's just there. Like, imagine going through all that is going through and just literally some guy just keeps <laughs> popping up. I have questions. Sam is like
1: her trigger because he was there right after she got dumped. So now the sight of Sam is like traumatizing
0: to her. Gosh. Racist. Oh my gosh. Right? Let's see here. Um, and then she thinks, because she's anxious, she's like, Jacob must have changed his mind like I feared. He was going to take my advice and not waste any more time on someone who couldn't return his feelings. And I'm like, ho, ho, love this. Because she's like, damn, it did happen.
1: Yeah, Oops. that's the one like plausible reason why she might be freaking out about this as much as she is.
0: Yeah, I like that because I'm like, oh, yeah, you're in hell, you teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. And Charlie's too nervous to leave Bella alone because he finds yeah, out. Yeah, we get some more Charlie. That, oh, just kidding. I, Billy said Jacob went to hang out with friend's daughter who has been trying to get a hold of Jacob for this long.
1: Yeah. And then he's like,
0: he's like oh my God, my daughter's being ghosted. I know! <laughs> and then he's like, do you want me to stay home? I can stay home. I could totally stay home. We can hang out. Let's hang out. <laughs> and Bella's like, no, 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 no.
1: You go fishing. Go fishing. Go fishing. Go fishing with uh,
0: her. Imagine if Bella, mm-hmm. when she entered her new moon phase, had like just become really like besties with, with Charlie they're just friends she's super into fishing cute. she's super That's into cute. fishing she knows it all she needs a hobby and it's then fucking may as well be fishing and sh- then she would know that the sentence the fish bite better when the weather's nice is wrong because no they don't no they <laughs> I don't i think
1: she does know it's wrong i think she's just like saying something to say something like get out of my house <laughs> get out of my house shut <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> up Oh, my god. Well, and, you know, it's an interesting time because we get even more news. Um, first of all, we get the news that Jessica is smarter than Bella. It's a her Oreo Acknowledgement, But Bella's trying to come up with, like, I focused on It's that. okay. Well, I'll hang out with Jessica. I need her help for the calc test. Um, And it's, I love that, that valedictorian hot girl swag, you know, Jessica's the smartest. I loved it.
0: It was very It's funny
1: because like, that's Bella's entire brand. She's like, not like other girls. She's like, so academically inclined, but like, Jessica's like, oh, I am like other girls and I'm smarter than you. Fuck you. Eat shit.
0: Eat shit as dog.
1: Poor Jessica. She gets like really Shadow. the shaft, like in every single chapter. <laughs> like, it's so yeah. oh, crazy. Every time well, she's like, brought up. Mm-hmm. This one is no exception because yeah. um, Bella says, What? As far as I oh. could tell, Jessica had crossed over to the dark side. Wait, she says that it's I so, missed that. She does it's say that. So and yeah, like, funny. how could you blame her, though? Like, the last time you guys hung out, you were literally like the worst person to hang out with I've ever heard totally. of. And now you're like, oh, she's crossed over the dark side. Like, it's not not your fault.
0: I let out the the most indignant noise, though, when, because after she lies to Charlie and she's like, I'll contact Jess. um, He's like, that's a good idea. You've been spending so much time with Jacob. Your other friends are going to think you've forgotten them. I smiled and nodded as if I cared what my other friends thought. Yes. I was like now we said it now oh my god he admitted she admits she doesn't give a
1: fuck about her other friends why are you even using the word friends in this that's sentence that's the my definition it's true you care what they think it's true but yeah. she shouldn't say it <laughs> oh. it's true but she should call a spade a spade you know yeah, oh. i know there is a as if bella actually considers them
0: friends yes i want to know what literally. this word means to her i want a bella definition give me the bella dictionary well,
1: in new moon she does define friend to edward she says it's someone who knows you and still likes you and like you hang out and you don't kiss <laughs> she don't kiss Do you mean like the new moon movie there's,
0: then there's yeah that, the like, movie deleted explains it
1: yeah it's, it's like a little deleted scene i i think i actually so just cute. drafted like it. it to the podcast humbler. she's like so it's called like, friends something you might not be too familiar with mm, get his ass yes yeah <laughs> get his ass but like It's fucking rich coming from you, Bella. You have one friend, and he's in love with you, and you do kiss him. So, like, I don't think you have any, actually. (laughs) It's it's baffling to me that she always is all like, oh, I'm gonna hang out with Jessica. And, like, all we ever hear about is how much more she likes Angela, and yet she never is like, I should hang out with Angela. She's like, no, no, I'm gonna hang out with this person who I've said multiple times I fucking hate like why would you do that Uh, just no object permanence when it comes to angela like every time she talks about angela it sounds like she's meeting her for the first time she's like i'd forgotten how great angela is we should hang out more and then in the next scene she's like who yeah Who? who is this her it's truly like the girl from
0: arrested development
1: (laughs) and yes yes
0: Yes. then we get more wolf foreshadowing because charlie's like hey these cryptid bear guys they're they may have killed a person Stay out of the woods. Yes. Oh my god, we get we
1: finally get a death. Um, I'm so excited about this death. A hiker has gone missing, presumed dead, and Charlie's like, "It's it must be that super bear <laughs> that they've been talking about." I'm still so mad. It's not really a
0: bear. I didn't know this. This made me sad during my research, and I was going to say fun fact, but it's not a fun fact. I didn't know that they like tracked down and like kill animals that attack humans. I didn't know they did that. You didn't know that? No, I don't know anything.
1: And sometimes not even animals that attack humans, but animals that get too used to eating human trash or entering house. like Hank the Tank is really lucky that she wasn't killed Aww. when they caught her. Um because and it was only because she was famous cuz like newspapers had been reporting on her and everyone was like oh we love this bear. So like that's the only reason that they didn't kill this bear and instead sent her to like a wildlife rescue place we have a huge one out here actually we have not only the bears on the loose in the neighborhood which yeah, we sure know. have a lot of those um but we also have um a big uh, it's called the wild animal sanctuary and it has like massive multiple campuses in colorado and i think texas um and there's a lot of those bears that get too acclimated to humans and the ones that don't get killed end up there so i can go see them they're so cute Aww.
0: see i grew up <laughs> next to a giant state park that only had like deer and stuff i'm kind so. of surprised like
1: we had, would it very occasionally have a bear in our area of virginia very rare not nearly as common as here but like once in a while yeah um, i mean i live in connecticut and we get bears every once in a while we have one that actually lives in a city very near to me and i i've seen it personally like why? three times and i'm like this is weird, but yeah. You're a bear. What are you doing here? <laughs> anyway, it's not a bear. And this is the chapter that breaks my heart because it's not a bear. Um, but they found big ass footprints at this missing hikers campsite. And ooh, bad yeah. news. And you know, probably the real dead. tragedy of this chapter is that somewhere out there, there's a ranger who is like living a 70s horror movie being like, these tracks don't look like bear tracks, but they're the only <laughs> thing that's big enough. And like some guy being like, you're nuts. And like all of that sort of like <laughs> tropey goodness. And we're no, the guy out. being your nuts is Charlie. Charlie's the yeah. one who's like, there's no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and no, oh my God. It's truly cocaine bear is like what these <laughs> other characters think that they are in the movie that they think they're in. Yeah. Man.
0: Oh, excellent film. <laughs> there is a great sentence that we get when um, Bella's talking about Charlie rushing out the door to get to fishing. And she says, or she thinks, if he hadn't been eager to hit the holes... Yep. <laughs> and I said, maybe That's- think before you put those words in that order, Isabella. Because, I mean, yeah. title of a sex tape. He was eager to
1: hit them holes. Uh, what? truly is going to be the title of this
0: episode. Oh, my
1: God. It is. I like, know it is. Genuinely, that sentence doesn't belong anywhere outside of a football game or gay porn. Like, those are the golf. two places. Maybe you golf.
0: Could- and
1: you were referring yeah. to your
0: father. <laughs>
1: referring to daddy Bella. Like, that's fucked up just this is just like when she said dad i'm all isabella wet. marie you cut that out but mm. i love that detail about charlie he loves hitting holes guys yeah if
0: charlie's single
1: if he wants to hit some holes he's he's a <laughs> concerned adult he
0: said i'm gonna hang out with harry Harry. i'm gonna hit some holes good for you
1: king <laughs> oh well harry's married so that's a little hairier but maybe <laughs> hang out with bum, holes. <laughs> listen they can do what they want uh, mm-hmm. chili lives and i guess so does cherry <laughs> it's like charlie and <laughs> that's a good one that's good anyway they're hitting the holes good for them um oh, i man. just love that the <laughs> one thing that charlie asks of bella is don't go into the fucking beast infested forest and she's like okay and, then, and goes, then 10 seconds later she's like where should i go what should i do with my day uh, i know the beast infested forest like ma'am you had one job that yeah. was all you had to do. You had the run of the town. You could go anywhere
0: you want except for there. My entire note for that is you dumb teen. And a lot of explanation <laughs> exclamation marks. But like it is realistic. You know I, what? You would go there. And she if does like, try, try this time. She gets the compass. She's like, you know what? I there's there's some stuff on this map we haven't covered that I, I can figure it out. I'm gonna do it. And she she does put a little bit of prep into it. Which I'm I'm pleased with, but you know she looks at
1: the compass for fifteen whole minutes, which I was like, I thought whole girls minutes? were good at cardinal directions. Whole minutes, <laughs>
0: what a weird unit of measurement. G. You know what? It's Bella's unit of measurement, yeah, so I'm adopting it. I'm just you know, when in Rome. I had <laughs> Bella talking about the hole in her chest makes me takes me out of the moment, and it's so Gideon coded. You wish you were Gideon now. <laughs> you wish you were Gideon now. Bella wants a chussy so bad. She wants a chussy. <laughs> are imaginary chissy. But yeah. Bella, Bella girl, she does it. She finds the meadow. Title of the chapter, the meadow. We're there. We're in it. We're oh, in yeah, that drop That's for sure. Good oh for my her. gosh. Um, And let's see here. Uh, about the meadow, she says, it was perfectly round as if someone had intentionally created the flawless circle, tearing out the trees, but leaving no evidence of that violence in the waving grass. Do we think Edward made the meadow? Because I don't remember. Yes, I, <laughs> I do. Gonna- He did tear out a tree. We saw him tear out a tree. He terraformed. I wouldn't put it past him to terraform a meadow. One day after a night of Minecraft, he was like, you know what? I got an idea. But uh, you know what? If Edward ever played Minecraft, he's not fun enough for that.
1: Yeah. Well, I like that the description notes that it was, quote unquote, the wrong season for wildflowers. So first of all, now Stephanie decides to understand winter. She picks and chooses. Um, Yeah. But second of all, it reminded me of one of my favorite Tumblr posts of all time, which is the one that imagines Edward going back to the meadow after the breakup and sobbing as he sprays weed killer on <laughs> Oh yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> and I went back to look for that post and someone has made visual edits of him doing that. And it's, they're so fucking funny. I'm going to re to the podcast. I'm going to link it all up in the show notes. Oh worry. my gosh, <laughs> yeah. So not only, in my mind, not only did he make the meadow, but he also destroyed it as part of his it will be like I never existed initiative. He should have planted mm. trees. That would have been a really great way to cast gaslight. That Gassafel. would have been dope. I would have loved that you just like come upon like a just shitty planted like they're kind of like padded in like not very good and they're leaning over and she's like i think this is the spot but who's to say (laughs) she's like gosh i really remember there being fewer small saplings and then
0: dun -dun, dun -dun -dun -dun, dun 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 dun
1: dun 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 not to ruin your suspense, but there's another title of your sex tape. Oh, um,
0: hit us with it. Right. I said,
1: I wish I could have more sympathy for Bella's extreme melodramatic reaction. Because when she reaches the meadow, she like breaks down. Yeah, We're getting the whole talk. Poor We're thing. getting all of this like, oh my God, this is agony. I thought this was going to be good, but it's actually not. I'm Thank so God glad Jacob's, Jacob's not, not here, here to see my yeah. breakdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And she talks about the abyss she was plunging into. Title of her sex tape. She's just plunging and plunging. Well, Laurent is here to
0: try to send her to some sort of abyss. Hell yeah. But Guess who's back. But I love this scene. From here on out, I had a blast with this chapter. I yeah. had a blast. Oh, finally,
1: some good fucking vampires. <laughs> I've been just starved. I'll take Laurent. Sure. Give me Laurent.
0: And I love <laughs> I love villains. But we find out in Bella's thinking she's like, oh my god, Laurent. She's like stoked to see him. And he's like, oh, hey. But we find out Laurent went to stay with the Denali coven, which I always really liked. I always really liked that fact. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but well, it's,
1: it's almost comedic how stupid she is in this scene. <laughs> like, first of all, she's, she's stoked, really stoked yeah. to see him, which, like, I kind of understand that because, like, she says, it's confirmation that, like, because oh, she, she's been exist. self-gaslighting. Yeah. yeah. She's been like, was any of this even real? Um, so like I do understand from that point of view how she would say that I also like that she says he steps from the trees to the north so we know Bo got it wrong he was like he stepped
0: from the trees she stepped from the trees to the east <laughs> he did get it wrong oh what happens though instead of him collapsing does he still have a, does he have a hole that he talks about he he gets so
1: nauseous I remember instead of 20. a hole I gave him a throbbing a throbbing swell like he's like <laughs> swollen he's got like a tumor nice <laughs> a tumor of sadness tumor of I was sadness. trying to think of like the inverse of a concave hole you you know the masculine tumor of sadness oh don't worry wow. i came
0: up with something in my it? dark noon that you'll be able to read for the class oh, I can't wait. so something so that's excited. the opposite of a throbbing hole or at least to fill the throbbing hole if i may mm-hmm. I yeah. recommend
1: the word tumescence at some point to describe both. Just like the beginning of 10 things I hate about you. Yeah. Any of those. I think we've already used turgid. <laughs> nice.
0: Oh my gosh. And then Bella starts having to like, she's forcing herself to think about the Cullens finally. And she's, yeah. yeah and I mean, she's really
1: slapped in the face with them. Yeah.
0: Laurent has no reason to like, vampires, walk exist. on eggshells, you know, the Cullens yeah. told Carlisle told me this is where Laurent had gone. She thinks about the Cullens as like just an entity. Well, really. And she like, she tells the audience
1: Oh, like, she does a little recap of, like, who Laurent is for the people like Amber who started reading New Moon without reading (laughs) Twilight. She does a little recap and she's like, oh, you know, the only reason Laurent didn't murder me last year was because I was protected by a larger coven. And then 10 seconds later, he's like, oh, I thought the Collins moved on. And she's like, yeah, they did. Yeah, immediate. I know. What a dumb bitch.
0: Immediate. Girl, you need
1: help on more than just the calc <laughs> test. You know, Jessica would not <laughs> be out here telling
0: Laurent all this true bullshit. See, <laughs> and you know what though? A hallucination edward comes to the rescue yeah just we really needed him this time. and he, i clutch. loved i loved this in the chapter and i will have to, i have to say this because i always forget to mention it but I, I feel like the fandom at large some of the funniest posts that i've ever made some of the funniest jokes have always been surrounding the meadow scene slash hallucination edward yeah well it, it's got the oh iconic um, line
1: where he just says lie 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 better
0: yeah lie, lie better, better. There's a, there's one really funny one that I'm thinking of, especially, and I also tried to find this post, but Bella's standing there and he's like, lie. And no, Laurent goes, Bella, and Hallucination Edward goes, lie. And Bella goes... Who's Bella? <laughs> He's like, lie <laughs> better? Not that hard. I too much. I think about that post constantly. No, I think so what he funny.
1: says is play dumb. And she says, who's Bella? And he goes, not that dumb. Yeah, that's what it is. It's
0: even better. It's so funny. Well, again, show notes, it'll be in there. But mm-hmm. I love it. this scene so much. And I love her being forced to say their names because she has to start talking about them to make it sound like, oh, wait, just kidding. I didn't mean that they're gone. They visit all the time. They visit all the time. And I'll let them know you stopped by. But
1: Laurent calls her out on that immediately because he's like, oh, I went to their house and I sniffed it and they have not been there in like six months, girly. So what is the truth? Yeah, six
0: months, <laughs> two weeks and a day. He's like, I've got that timestamp. In my nose, the olfactory senses. He has the receipts, yeah. Yes, Well, I,
1: I like that, you know, she describes Laurent in her typical horny fashion. She's like, oh my God, the, the most beautiful face vampire. I'd seen in ages. Mm. Um, And then she's like, but there was something different about him. There was something, I couldn't tell what it was. I don't know. And then like halfway through the scene, you find out what it is. And it's like, so really, really? The eyeball thing? Yes, oh, because okay. <laughs> this girl spent all of Twilight telling us what color edward's eyes were every six seconds yeah she clocked him long before they were dating she was could look across the cafeteria and be like his eyes are darker she's got 22 vision (laughs) 20 and then she's got shrimp sight she can see all the colors she She doesn't have beau's excuse for not being able to perceive the color of Laurent's eyes Mm -hmm. um so the fact that it takes her like a full conversation to be like oh shit his eyes are
0: red it's just embarrassing for her, honestly. especially knowing that he's been with the Denali Coven, hanging out with Tanya and/or I guess just Arena, wink, wink, um, that whole time. Well, and this you would is where um, that oh my god, your eyes are gold, congratulations! And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: no, she can't congratulate him on that because they They're not. And like this is the sentence where she does the thing that Shannon was just talking about, where she's talking about how she has to say the name Colin, and like. The sentence is like, um, oh God, I have it written down somewhere. She's talking about like, oh, Carlisle told us you went to live with the Denali's. And then she says out loud the Collins and she acts like it was really hard to make herself say or think the, the name. And it's like, you said Carlisle's name. No problem.
0: <laughs> just picture her being- One like sentence the- ago. I was just trying
1: so hard. She like gags on the word. It just feels like such a, the sentence is like in the wrong order because she's like, anyway, Carlisle. And then she suddenly has trouble saying Cullen and it's like, what is the truth? Do you have yeah. trouble saying their names or don't Like do? the sentence is literally mm. Collins, I forced the name out wincing. Like you gotta wince about it? Like that's right. You gotta
0: wince about it! Yes she does! And like
1: how embarrassing that how cringe that she's doing all this in front of Laurent who's like hmm and what does he call? It? He says, Aren't you sort of a pet of theirs? <laughs> like, yeah, He already running...
0: agrees.
1: She agrees. Yes, she's she like kind of like smiles. She's like, something like not that. Time
0: <laughs> for your self-esteem issues, Bella. Jeez. Human pet guy. This um, man is gonna <laughs> make murder you. Yeah, no, it's not a great look for her. I love the impending doom, though, because she's like, Oh, I'll tell them yes. you said hi. Oh, Ari, how's the new diet? Jasper has a lot of trouble. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she asks, she says Edward's name at some point. Well
1: the fact that she kind of casually slanders Jasper <laughs> as if his near miss of a slip up is in any way comparable to Laurent's premeditated murder hunts is really fucking funny. It's really Laurent's good like, it. oh, I struggle with the vegetarian diet. <laughs> Sometimes I cheat. He's such a like Weight Watchers girly. Like, yeah, he is <laughs> counting calories. Sounds. He sounds like Trixie and Katya here. He does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so he's like, oh, sometimes I cheat. And she's like, oh, yeah, Jasper has that problem, too. And he's like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't go out
0: looking for prey. <laughs> like <laughs> That's not the same. That's not the same. And it would be hot, but he doesn't. He's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is very funny. And then every time she's like, no, I answered honestly. Stop answering honestly. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Edward
1: is Edward just told you to lie. How many times do you need to hear hallucinations? I don't want to read the word
0: honest yet
1: come on <laughs> bitch i want you alive or else the story ends. well you know who is very honest is our boy Laurent because he's like just casually he's drops just a king in the middle
0: of a sentence he's like oh yeah because i'm gonna kill you i actually came here as a favor to her he made a face Her, oh, she capital won't H, her. Be happy about this
1: <gasps> and the her in question is whom victoria it's everybody's favorite Victoria. Everyone's favorite Victoria. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The real Victoria. Well, I, I love that Bella brings Victoria up because she's like floundering for conversational topics. <laughs> she's like, uh, how's Victoria? Uh, my bestie. <laughs> my bestie, Vicky. How's she doing? <laughs> and Laurent's
0: like, actually my bestie. And she wants you dead. So. Whoops. See, but I like in the scene because she is reacting so like appropriately now because she's. So fucking scared. She's so fucking scared.
1: the, The sort of slow escalation of tension of, like, Bella kind of realizing she needs to keep talking and Hallucination Edward telling her to lie. And, like, things are slowly getting more tense from, like... The initial starting point where she was so stoked to see him and she's gradually realizing like oh he means me harm she, she
0: hit the dumb bitch <laughs> juice a little too hard it's so
1: effective I, the ramping up of the tension is quite fun um and then the mention of victoria is truly the the catalyst for it. by the way she's gonna be mad when i kill you but i'm gonna do it anyway uh yolo it's some
0: good fucking food is what it is <laughs> bella's the good fucking food it's good fucking mm-hmm. food for laurent that's so true but, I mean, Leron is basically trying to convince Belle, listen, I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> you don't understand yes. what I mean, but it's you're welcome. Troubling. I'll make it well, quick. I love
1: that it's it's only implied. Like, he he just says, like, oh, if you knew what Victoria had planned, you'd thank me for the quick death I'm about to grant you. Which, you know, Bella, you've spent this whole, like, book wanting to die. Why are you suddenly getting cold feet now? Come on. <laughs> yeah, put your whole back into it. You're craving oblivion, and that's all he's offering. That what abyss. A that abyss. And, you know, it is... For what it's worth, it's, like, the hottest thing he could possibly do in this scene. I Like, the I know. only hot thing he could do in this scene I is be know. like, look, you're gonna prefer it this way, like, you know? You don't want to be tortured. Let mm-hmm. me just kill
0: you crack. Trust me, girl. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that he knows what Victoria has planned. He's like, like, Victoria, let her in on her vision board. Let him in on her vision board. <laughs> First of all, I love that he describes
1: Victoria as being sort of put out with Bella. <laughs> sort of put out smash got oh, to all invited. of the clips yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's a little she's just uh, a little bit upset. disgruntled <laughs> yeah. she's a little upset um and then i also like just the casual way he's talking he's like talks to her in such an intimate way like oh we're besties me and my my girl bella who i'm about to eat yeah
0: um
1: and like when he when he announces that he's gonna kill her he says it in a quote-unquote seductive purr so cat girl laurent confirmed he's yeah. Meyer persona of the day
0: oh well I ha- i'll raise you one in um dark noon don't worry about that oh i can't wait so that's
1: gonna be a a right uh, (laughs) persona.
0: but um no he um says a few things that i really like where he's like look at it this way bella you're very lucky i was the one to find you and then later he says if you knew what she had planned for you bella dot 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 i swear you'd be thanking me and it's just the he's so nice I've always he's liked that. He's so him. affable as he's killing her. So god, considerate. He is so
1: considerate. Well, and like, not only Laurent's doing a great job, but like, shout out to Victoria for correctly realizing that a better way to avenge James than killing Edward is killing Bella. Like, she's so correct about that. Great tradecraft instincts in the revenge business, I gotta say. <laughs> she's doing great. <laughs> Just imagine if she had successfully killed Bella what, right when Edward had left her alone and unprotected. That boy, like, oh my god, the it meltdown. It yeah. I I mean this in the sincerest way possible. It would be fucking hilarious. It would like be. I would <laughs> be would dying. Be. It would be so funny. No, like not only did Victoria kill Bella, but it's
0: his fault. Oh yeah, juicy. I want that. Ooh, see, I and I do. I'm not someone who really gives a shit about Edward. You all know that. I mean, he's fine. Whatever. But I would read. I would read that fic. I would read a fic about that. Hell, yeah. I'd read a fic about. Well, that. And, like. Because usually he likes to
1: make everything his fault, including things that are not his fault. But this would be; it would one hundred percent be mm. on him
0: if if Laurent had killed Bella, one hundred percent on him. Yeah, I want to see it. Um, but I liked; it was very refreshing because every time she's been talking about hallucination, Edward, she's been like the voice or his whatever voice or this disembodied voice says this. But the return velvet, of
1: beautiful voice. the
0: return of like her saying Edward's voice is very yes. nice. I liked it. I said, "Here he is." is. Kind of, tech- well, not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, there's,
1: the- truly, if it's we made a drinking game for every time she described Hallucination Edward's voice as beautiful or velvet or something, like, we would be plastered. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be shitted. That and the holes are, like, competing. This
0: the gender. holes, yeah. So many holes. My favorite part <laughs> of this scene, though, is that when some sort of ominous presence enters the scene, she's mm-hmm. like... Well, maybe Laurent will win. Hopefully, and that ominous presence—I well, liked it.
1: The ominous presence is so fucking funny because I had forgotten that it takes Bella sixteen sentences, multiple paragraphs before the word "wolf" appears is it on that the page. Long? <laughs> she describes these bitches for so long without telling us that they are wolves. Oh, she there, describes Sam, Sam as um thicker than a horse. And I (laughs) he's just a really thick horse (laughs)
0: Uh, descriptions of megan the stallion be like he's got like
1: giant tree trunk horse legs i'm i'm just like what is this stephanie like she's trying to do it for suspense clearly and because you know bella's like how could they be wolves they're so
0: big wolves don't get that big Um, it's like her trying to describe an animal that she's never really heard of she doesn't have the word for wolf for wolf that's the problem here so she's really trying yeah, to. She's mm-hmm. never seen one. Not nobody's seen one. That's why they've been calling it a bear. <laughs> well, and the sense she says these senses like the um
1: the horse one is uh it was enormous, as tall as a horse, but thicker, much more muscular. Kill Title me, kill sex tape. me
0: right now.
1: I did say like this whole description reads as really horny to me. Like that's a yes. note I made, and I don't know why it reads so horny, but like it sounds. Pretty horny. Well, does anyone have the description? Because I marked the whole thing out just so people could. I want the, the audience oh, to get a I sense don't. of how much description we get before I'm we find out that they're for wolves. it. But I'm I, I have it. Mark. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let you read us it, know. Though, oh, it's, Christ, it's bananas. Do you want me to start with? It was enormous. <laughs> yes. I would absolutely always. I would, I would love like you to. you to start with. It was enormous. <laughs> Okay. It was enormous, as tall as a horse, but thicker, much more muscular. The long muzzle grimaced, revealing a line of dagger like incisors. A grisly snarl rolled out from between the teeth, rumbling across the clearing like a prolonged crack of thunder. The bear, only it wasn't a bear at all. Still, this gigantic black monster had to be the creature causing all the alarm. From a distance, anyone would assume it was a bear. What else could be so vast, so powerfully built? I wished I were lucky enough. <laughs> to see it from a distance Instead I padded silently through the grass A mere 10 feet from where I stood I mean it just keeps going Yeah and then then we get another Edward, And there's a whole other paragraph before she says a wolf yeah. She says like my mind boggling as I try to put a name to it There was a distinctly canine cast to the shape of it That's our first hint or canine. second I guess we've crossed bear off the list <laughs> Um, and then she goes, I could only think of one possibility locked in horror as I was, yet I'd never imagined that a wolf could get so big. Like, I fucking get on Tumblr. I, all the time. I could never
0: imagine that a wolf could get so big.
1: Oh, damn it. There's like every sentence in there is, is truly deeply horny. As I yeah. Like like,
0: oh, my God. What a way to describe an animal you've encountered in the forest. I Bella. read this so fast because I was so excited that I did miss a lot of these little details. So thank you both, because I'm like, oh, well, shit. And it's interesting
1: knowing now who these specific wolves are, because I'm the one she describes first with the black one is Sam. Yes. The gray one is Paul. So I think the first brown one is Jared. It and me. then there's another one that gets no description who's Embry, I guess. And yes. then obviously the last one, the rusty brown, is that what she calls him? The yeah. rusty yeah. brown one is Jacob. She can never just call something a color. It has to be like bronze, <laughs> rust, you know. I guess that rust is not it nearly fits. as fun as the other minerals she's it been using fits. to describe colors. <laughs> F in the chat for poor Jacob. Man. I mean, it's box standard, though. Poor Jacob is always getting slighted, so he might as well be rusty brown. He's yeah, not going to be, like, copper Aww. brown. Well, doesn't she call his skin copper at some point? Probably it's, does. I, I
0: feel yeah. that She sounds reserves right.
1: all the, like, the flowery descriptions for his skin as a human, and it's it's not working.
0: Not working. <laughs> but she does think at least i at least jacob wasn't going to die too at least i wouldn't have his death on my hands because she's like oh fuck thank god he's not here
1: well it's really funny because she looks him dead in the eye While she's thinking and this.
0: she the deep
1: eye which drink for that because jacob's oh, eyes are described Christ. as deep here um wolf jacob so good for wolf jacob he's got deep eyes mm-hmm. um she looks him dead in the eye and she's like for some reason i thought
0: about jacob <laughs> It's a really
1: fun She's sentence.
0: Stephanie Meyer really ma- wants to make sure that all the foreshadowing's hitting in this book. She's like, yes. they're not going to miss this one. Let's watch this. Yeah, and... She's
1: like putting the sun behind the object she's trying to foreshadow so that <laughs> we can tell it's there. That's a, that's a great way of that describing it. That really is it, a yeah. perfect way. Man. And she's like, at least Jacob wasn't here. Wink, wink. <laughs> Stephanie's winking at the audience. Like, he's not there, guys.
0: He's not there. Man. And then... um. She's like, oh, I hope Laurent, like, maybe Laurent can take them or whatever. LOL. Yeah, she's, like, placing bets on the outcome of the fight. She, because she's so familiar
1: with vampires. I love which, And this is a question I have, actually. Laurent reacts to the wolves like he knows exactly what they are. He knows that they are going to kill him and that they are a threat to him. Which is, like, how? How the fuck would he know that? There's no way he could know that. Unless it's somewhere, like, worked into his backstory. He's encountered specifically the American kind of shapeshifter werewolf before. Or maybe even the other—I don't know what the other kind of werewolf that Stephanie Meyer randomly made up at the last fucking. Minute I know, I like,
0: <laughs> bite a hole in. But my
1: he's desk. European, so maybe he's encountered those. It was just like it's such a question of like, how does Laurent know to be afraid of these wolves? It brings up more
0: questions. She does shit like this all the time, where she drops little nuggets, where I'm like, wait, I want to learn more about this world, just like how she does like all the little details about like the Southern Wars and stuff in Eclipse. Where it's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, can we go back to this for a minute? Can we come back mm-hmm. to this for a minute? She will not.
1: She will not. Maybe never call Maria
0: to help too in breaking dawn i'll never get over that uh-huh we know <laughs> but, i want more of the world but like
1: the bella is it has a more normal like what the vampire reaction should be like she's like oh well these are animals Laurent's gonna kill them in 0.5 seconds and i'm gonna die again like she she's, she's like correct. i'll over
0: here i'll wait that's
1: what like that she has every reason to believe that and so does Laurent. so i'm just confused about why he knows to be afraid and she you know is like Totally cavalier but she's also like <laughs> imagine if the wolves killed rat. wouldn't that be nice too bad they're dumb animals and they can never do anything of the kind like <laughs> These big, dumb bears or bears I mean wolves mm-hmm. These like stupid fucking animals. wolves you don't know about vampires you're gonna get killed no. I like too that she takes this opportunity to remind us that vampires are like marble and also icy like I just every really? time she drops that yeah. in I'm like do we really need to be reminded about the temperature they're hard. They're, hard they're rock hard rock <laughs> hard yeah. ice cold laurent was rock hard for this whole scene. <laughs> she sure was. listen there's holes that need to be filled you came prepared you're so right um but no like yeah she points out she's like why are the wolves chasing after laurent who is this like rock hard icy statue and not delicious little meat like she's offended that a creature would want to eat someone other than her i mean hey you know if laurent hadn't tried to kill her she would have been like Excuse me, but I smell delicious. <laughs> She's canonically been established to be the most delicious bitch in town. Like, she mm-hmm. smells good to everybody the and is The tastiest
0: one in Forks, yeah. You're right. Good point. Let's see. Oh yeah, she, she does. She runs home, her whole sobbing run. I loved her sobbing <laughs> so funny. trying to find her car. I loved the breakdown about it. Because we don't get was, this type of like actual hysteria for Breakdown, fear out of her.
1: Yeah. Cause she like, I loved after it. After Port Angeles, she was totally fine. She's always totally fine after all her trauma. But like this time we I get loved a second of this. I loved yeah. it. Um, and, like, I love it because, yes, on the one hand, it's realistic, it's dramatic, it is how you'd react after, like, a really close call like she just had, but it's also so funny you imagine her, like, stumbling through the woods, <laughs> sobbing, tripping over everything. She gets oh. covered in sap. Like, it's just the imagery is so funny. A squirrel runs up a tree and she screams bloody murder. Yeah. No, she does! <laughs> this poor girl! It's fucking great. It reminded me of two things. It reminded me one of, um my beloved internet favorite internet unfinished parody twilight the musical starring jenny nicholson where she (laughs) does this thing where edward like negs her at school and she runs home sobbing and it's just an extended sequence of running and crying (laughs) truly like it's such a (laughs) unintentionally funny and yet also quite scary sequence i gotta kind of love it on multiple levels it's really good
0: it's so good and then she eventually finds the car and she's like, I calmed down enough by the time I got home and Charlie was home. But I know I still looked she's a like mess. She's like driving and crying, too.
1: She's like, I had to like calm myself down in order to drive. And then she gets home to Charlie and
0: Charlie's like, um, hello? where the fuck have you been? What time do you call this? Hello, young lady. For Charlie's benefit, he doesn't like yell at her or anything. Even when she immediately is like, I went to the woods. I did it. She's very
1: honest with him, yeah. She's like, listen, that thing you told me not to do, guess what I did? Yeah. Totally did it. Yeah. But she's like, but don't worry, I will literally fucking never do it again, because guess what goddamn happened? (laughs) This was a huge mistake, that's what she says.
0: She's (laughs) like, there's a bunch of them, and they're huge, and they're wolves! You fucking narc, Bella. No, I love it. Literally told
1: the cops on these poor May 15. But no, I, I kid because, like, I too, I never shut up about my encounters with megafauna. If I had seen
0: some wolves, oh, you'd hear about it every goddamn day of my life. So, yeah, he called, Charlie calls the station to report what she'd seen. And um, he's like, Narcan. oh, are you hungry? And of course, she's like, no, even though she's like, I must have been starving. She never knows. But I mean, traumatic stuff just happened, blah, blah, blah. Who cares?
1: Yeah, I think if, if what had, if I had just gone through that, I don't know if I would be able to eat. I think I'd be too terrified. Get to some eat tostinos. And- <laughs> Some tostinos. You know, whatever vegetables. it's called tostinos. Maybe it's time for we're thinking of tostitos, which are chips. Um but you know what? Why <laughs> not both? Or. why not both, you know? <laughs> Charlie could have like brought her dinner in her room, that would have been a nice gesture. Um Or like soup. Yeah, all soup would be good. Aw, oh, some soup discourse.
0: You're covered in sap. You've been running through the forest crying. But That's when, you want when Charlie's questioning her about what Billy said about Jacob, because he's like, remember when you said that Jacob was, or that, or remember how I said, what did he say? Oh my God. He's basically Bella said about- Jacob's
1: busy today and he's hanging out with friends. He's better. And then Charlie said something like, I saw yeah. him in front of a gas station yeah. and he seemed to be having a really tense confrontation with whoever the guys he was with. And Bella's like, "Oh, they were
0: they were going to yeah. movies." She gets defensive though because she's like, "Why? I demanded. It sounded like he was implying that I'd been lying to him this morning about something besides studying with Jessica." But like, <laughs> if you lie about one thing, he's going to assume you're going to lie about more. money. Yeah. Come on, baby doll speak You just admitted to lying. <laughs> like, He's trying I to go, go down the list. Of... Like shit. What else has she told me today? Now I got to fact check. Oh, <laughs> come on,
1: snopesing his own daughter. Exactly. She's like
0: so insulted. She's like, you think I
1: would lie? Oh, I to would
0: you? lie.
1: Me, Bella? Me,
0: Bella Swan? <laughs> oh my goodness. I like her. Her horror though, because later on, yes, there was nothing I could do. There were no precautions I could take. There was no place I could hide. There was no one who can help me Ooh.
1: the horrified
0: realization yeah. at the end of the chapter that Good there's
1: truly she's just utterly phone. helpless against specifically laurent um it's it's really it's chilling because she's like not only are they going to kill me if it's not him it's going to be victoria
0: and they're also going to kill charlie because no matter where i go my scent will lead them to this house there's stakes the again house. there's some stakes again and now yeah. i'm like oh now this is some life or death stuff this isn't some teen drama now we're really getting into it Oh, I'm yeah. ready. Now it's like something to actually feel trauma about. Something scarier than a breakup. <laughs> now we're getting actual supernatural shit instead of this weird hallucination Edward psychosis. Yeah. Well,
1: and there's there's one really great sentence that I just have to highlight um, along it. the same theme where she says, I paused to check the locks again before I went to my room. It was a silly thing to do. What difference would a lock make to any of the monsters I'd seen this afternoon? I assumed the handle alone would stymie the wolves not having opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's where you're wrong, girly. They've got opposable
0: thumbs for days. (laughs) Man, oh man. Oh. Laurent came here. Dot, dot, dot. Or, dot, dot, dot. Victoria. Another V word that we get to like. V word. Froth over. Another one to froth over because mm, love her. Like, Victoria
1: hasn't even shown up. She's not even appeared in this book and she's Mm. still the scariest Mm. character.
0: So good for her. I love her.
1: Really is good for her, yeah. She's like straight up psychotic and we all know it, but
0: Mm. yeah, she'll need to be on
1: the page to see it.
0: Exactly. There's that glorious
1: shot in the movie of her smearing James Ashes (gasps) on her cheeks so unwell and it's so good she's like vowing revenge on she's so unwell
0: i love it oh they they really popped off with that visual thank you man oh man so she's freaked out she's freaked out and she's i mean yeah be freaked out that's kind of where we leave her i love it she's she's like i'm freaked out I pressed yeah. my fist against my mouth to keep from screaming. End of chapter. Title of her sex tape. Ay, <laughs> bit of bump. And I will I will note for, fist. I will note for people at home. We are for at least the hardback cover edition of New Moon on page two hundred fifty one now. We're racing through yeah no
1: i noticed that even in the like kindle version that i have the totally legal kindle version um that we're like we're closing in on the halfway mark It's kinda of yeah, getting close
0: it's weird but does anybody have any other quotes they wanted to read anything to point out any funny things that they noticed before we start doing MVPs or anything of the sort um, i think that covers the it. only
1: thing that i had was that when she refers to edward a couple of times she like italicizes he and he... him
0: and yes. my note on
1: that was just have some fucking self- respect' <laughs> <'Cause> like <laughs> It just The way the way that that reads to me is, like, God. Like, you know when you capitalize, the yeah. capital he, God? Yep. Like, he is her idol. He is the God of her idolatry, Juliet-style, baby. Mm, it's truly... That's exactly that's what it's given. how I felt about it, too. I was like, this is too much, honey. <laughs>
0: too much, baby doll.
1: Yeah, well, because, like, she's doing it to avoid saying his name, but, like, it just reads as if she's put him up
0: on even more of a pedestal than if she said his oh, name. Oh, my God. Well, I mean... We've got to pick an MVP. That's really just the next order of business here. Who do we think is the MVP of this chapter? Um, it's I think pretty easy to have a decision for me at least.
1: Because well, I I was like the opposite. I was like I could give it to kind of a lot of people. What do you What do you think, you guys? Laurent. Hmm. That he is yeah. on the list. He better be at the top of your list. I feel like for me, it's Laurent. Or that poor ranger who's just having, like, a really rough time. Like, it's so is hard. a bear? Is it wolves? I don't know. The park like, ranger dealing with the fallout of Laurent's murders. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. He's unhappy. He's like, oh, man, I'm gonna have to shoot a bear. Like, he's really yeah, bummed out. Oh. He's bummed.
0: Uh, yeah, the park
1: ranger. That's putting point. up signs. He's giving safety talks at the visitor center. <laughs> Make sure you lock up your trash, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is doing his best. Well, what about you, Jade? Well, I one of my possibilities was actually hallucination, Edward, just for saying the lie better
0: line. Yeah, damn. You
1: got <laughs> I think me there. this is definitely hallucination, Edward's best showing is this chapter. Um, he's definitely on his at the top of his game here, and I enjoyed seeing him finally. for Yes, once. yeah. Like in previous scenes when he's popped up, it's been like, <sighs> oh <sighs> god, oh, they are reinforcing Bella's worst behaviors. <laughs> like we gotta. This guy, this fucking guy, as Nandor would say. Um, (laughs) Fucking guy. Yeah. So, like, it hasn't been that fun. But in this one, it was like, no, she actually needed help. And he actually kind of provided it for her, even if he's just her subconscious. Her subconscious was correct that she should have lied to Laurent about all this stuff. Um, So, like, he was kind of pulling his weight here. And I appreciate that. Um, and then also I did have Victoria on the list because like, she ain't even here and she's already made such a mark on Bella's psyche, you know? Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like... I feel like a sane person would give it to the wolves, but that's not really how we operate no, today. Not.
0: Yeah. Well, we I didn't even
1: picture. think of the wolves. Yeah, me
0: neither. <laughs> they didn't
1: kill anybody, which, and they disappointed yeah. me by not being bears. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I feel like if I, cause I really like my Laurent nomination, but if I had to budge...
1: Oh. I would budge for Laurent though. I would. We could we could just give it to Laurent. That'd be fine.
0: Well, in that case. Okay,
1: she's smiling. Well, in she's that sm- case. I feel like I'm never the one who budges. I don't do that. But today I'll do that. Thank you. What's
0: a present to me? Okay. Happy birthday, Her Thank birthday was you. Birthday. Give me crumbs. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for relenting yeah, For your
1: birthday, I will not, you know, put my foot down and fight you to the death over a minor
0: fucking twilight squabble. It's a good day in the neighborhood, baby. Things are coming up. Shannon. All right. Well, in addition to MVP, who do we want to read this chapter from? Like, whose MVP do we want this chapter of? Whose point of view? Yeah. Or, did I say MVP? Yes. I sleepy. <laughs> okay. I crazy weekend. Um. Yeah. Who's POV? Um, Birthday. I mean,
1: I feel like I've already said mine, so.
0: The, um, the, um. This the park ranger. ranger
1: yeah i desperately want i desperately want his in park ranger oh yeah. yeah i want
0: to hear the phone call that he has with charlie where charlie's like what are you talking about man
1: and he's like no yeah, the, trust me
0: the useless
1: donut eating cops come over <laughs> <laughs> charlie shows up Donut in hand to be like, or kind of Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, the panicked phone call later when he's like, his wolves. And, like, the ranger's like, uh, I told you. Yeah, told you
0: so. Mm-hmm. And who else? I would say Victoria because that would give us an entirely different, basically, book. Just a completely um, different story, yeah. <laughs> and it would make Dark Noon a lot easier to write. Um, <laughs> true, true. I mean, we've got bones, but... I mean, I said Laurent
1: because I want to know how he knows to be afraid of the wolves. Yeah, same. (laughs) Um, Just for that one question. But I kind of, there's, again, like, a lot of characters who I would like to hear. Because, like, clearly there's some drama happening in the wolf pack if Jacob is seen arguing with his friends. Yeah, Charlie's
0: POV would be cool. Charlie's POV would be cool.
1: Charlie would be cool and Jacob would be cool, too. Like, it would be interesting to hear. I caught a salmon, and I witnessed
0: one argument. No, I want to hear the phone call between <laughs> Harry. I want to hear the fishing mm. trip. I want to hear him seeing Bella running in looking haggard. And he's like, what happened? Mm-hmm. She's even more of a hag than and you And then Charlie. we would still get the phone call to that park ranger. You know what? Maybe Charlie. Charlie I mean, has
1: Charlie. He's been in a lot of locations, and he's com- he's kind of the link between the characters right now while Bella and Jacob are not talking. So that's a good one. Yeah, we'll say Charlie. Okay. Well,
0: I mean next order of business is to kind of shift gears a bit. Let's shift into euphoria and agony mode because we right. need to figure well, out how Bo's handling things. Yeah.
1: Well, before um, you read my excerpt, I have my, my list of questions of things that we have to figure out how they went down. Okay. Um, and you guys can probably help me answer some of these. First of all, do we think Julie also had fake mono or is she a good Christian girl who doesn't get the slutty kissing disease?
0: I want to give her pneumonia because I also am like pneumonia.
1: Yeah, no, he doesn't need mono. It would be fun to give her a lung thing because that's what Edward and Edith have. Um my next question Is the missing presumed murdered by Lady Laurent hiker also a woman? Because the hiker was gendered as male in this in um Newman. Oh, they I think they switched it
0: because You think yeah, it was a she her hiker? <laughs> I think it's equality. <laughs>
1: So that would mean the beleaguered park ranger, also a woman, in life and death. That, yep.
0: That's okay. why Charlie's not listening to her. That gives us a better excuse. <laughs>
1: that's just a woman. You're so right. Charlie's like, it's oh, this is literally a woman, woman, woman crying wolf. He, Charlie's crying not listening. Wolf. Oh my god. <sighs> that would be me though. If someone in Colorado was like, oh, I've seen a wolf, I'd be like, mm, pull the other one. We don't have those here. Go up north. <laughs> yeah. Try again. Damn. Um, okay. Next question: Is Jeremy also good at calculus? Um, is he better at calculus than though? Ooh, because i feel like his vibes are like maybe a little different little more of a dirtbag than jessica well we know that women are in stem that's true but stem is for women they get to go first in science class i don't know it should definitely be like a soft thing like history yeah. or something yeah <laughs> history Jeremy's science. better at the history test yeah you know yeah. what i kind of yeah that, i'll accept that into my worldview yeah jeremy's the history star i agree that's a good one okay does beau this is the real real big one does beau ever notice the color of lady laurent's eyes or can he perceive that at all shit oh no (laughs) um you'll see what i wrote because that is the part that i wrote um i had to make a decision on that in that regard but i think
0: for i think he notices something's different but maybe he doesn't immediately realize it's red because he's, he's perceptive. like, her eyes are a, a different perceptive. shade of gray than usual. I <laughs> know, oh, yeah, he's perceptive, but he's also colorblind. And yeah, it's an interesting
1: dilemma um, that I had to solve in my <sighs> incredible writing. <laughs> um, and then finally, this one, you guys already kind of know my stance on this. Are the girl wolves still described as thick and muscular? Are they described in the same gargantuan way? Mm,
0: no. They These wolves words. are
1: lean, like cheetahs. They're yes. cut, they're like... Caught, yeah better. that's that's
0: what they are there's definitely different words they use different words for sure
1: okay well sleek, I sleek, feel slender. Like.
0: this is the part just that
1: i kind of ran muscle. out of time at the wolf part but i tried my best um so w- when you read this okay imagine i described them as as more like the way Ayoko just said
0: okay all right well <laughs> i did my um, best i'm excited so we have here g's euphoria and agony chapter 10 excerpt and we have a little author's note where she says What follows are three different excerpts from chapter 10's Meadow scene. Quit complaining, Shannon. It's a it's double space and a big fawn. It's not really six pages. Go fuck yourself. All right. (laughs) I already read the first sentence. I can't stand you. All right. Let's get ready, folks. Uh, It was crazy how exactly the same Lady Laurent looked. I guess it was pretty moronic and human of me to expect her to have changed in the last year, but there was something different. I couldn't quite tell what it was. Bo, she asked, looking even more shocked than I felt. You remember? I smiled. It was idiotic that I should be so happy because a vampire knew my name. She grinned. I didn't expect to see you here. She strolled toward me, her expression bemused. Shouldn't it be the other way around? I live here. I thought you had gone to Alaska. She stopped about twenty steps away, lifting her head to the side. Her face was the most beautiful face I'd seen in what felt like forever. I ogled her features with a weirdly greedy feeling of release. Here was someone I didn't have to pretend for. Someone who already knew all the stuff I had to shut up about. You're right, she agreed. I did go to Alaska. Still, I didn't expect... When I found the Cullen place empty, I thought they'd moved on. Oh. I bit my lip as the name made the giant swollen tumor of pain in my chest throb. It took me a second to get myself back under control. Lady Dor- That's so hard for me to say. Lady Laurent waited with curious eyes. They did move on, I managed to tell her at last. Hmm, she murmured. I'm surprised they left you behind. Weren't you sort of a pet of theirs? She looked innocent, like she hadn't meant that as an insult. I smiled self-deprecatingly. Something like that. Hmm, she said, thoughtful again. At the exact second, I realized why she looked the same. Too much the same. After Corrine told us that Lady Laurent had stayed with T- 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 Tolia's family, I'd started to picture her at the rare times when I bothered, with the same long golden eyes that the Cullens, I forced the name out wincing, had, that all good vampires had. Without meaning to, I took a step back, and her short, dark red eyes followed the movement. "'Do they visit often?' she asked, still casual, but her weight shifted toward me. "'Lie,' the gorgeous, silky voice whispered worriedly from my memory. "'I jumped at the sound of her voice, but it shouldn't have surprised me. "'Wasn't I in the worst danger possible? "'The motorcycle was safe as puppies next to this.' "'I did what the voice told me. "'Sometimes I tried to make my voice totally normal and chill. "'The time seems longer to me, I guess. "'You know how they get distracted.' I was beginning to prattle. I had to work to shut my dumb mouth. Hmm, she said again. The house smelt like it had been vacant for a while. You must lie better than that, Beau, the voice ordered bossily. I tried. I'll have to mention to Corrine that you stopped by. She'll be sorry they missed your visit. I pretended to think for a second, but I probably shouldn't mention it to Edith, I guess. I barely managed to say her name, and it messed up. Up my face on the way out, ruining my lie. She gets mad so easily, like she's always PMSing. Well, you probably remember. She's still got her sleeveless button-down panties in a twist about the whole Joss thing. I rolled my eyes and flipped a hand dismissively, like it was all ancient history. But there was an edge of neuroses in my voice. I wondered if Lady Laurent would recognize what it was. Is he really? She asked pleasantly, skeptically. I kept my reply short so that my voice wouldn't crack like I was going through puberty. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lady Laurent took a casual step sideways, looking around at the meadow. I didn't miss that the step brought her closer to me. In my head, the voice responded with a hem- with a feminine hiss. So how are things working out in Denali? Karine said you were staying with Tolya Tolya, I hate that. My voice was too high. I sounded like a girl or something. The question made her pause. I liked Holia very much, she mused, and his brother Igor even more. (laughs) I've never stayed in one place for so long before, and I enjoy the advantages, the novelty of it, but the restrictions are difficult. I'm surprised that any of them can keep it up for so long. She smiled at me like we were sharing a secret. Sometimes I cheat. I could barely swallow. My foot started to slide back, but I froze when her short red eyes flickered down to catch the movement. "'Oh,' I said in a faint voice. "'Jessamine has problems with that, too.' "'Don't move,' the voice whispered. "'I tried to do what she ordered. "'It was hard. "'The instinct to run was almost impossible to fight.' "'Really?' Lady Laurent seemed interested. "'Is that why they left?' "'No,' I answered honestly. "'Jessamine's more careful at home.' "'Yes,' Lady Laurent agreed. "'I am, too.' Now the step forward she took was definitely on purpose. Did Victor ever find you? I blurted in a desperate attempt to distract her. It was the first question that popped into my head, and I immediately regretted asking. I didn't actually want to think of Victor, the scary, feral vampire dude who had hunted me with Joss and then disappeared. At the moment. But the question did stop Lady Laurent. Yes, she said, pausing mid-step. I actually came here as a favor to him. She made a face, still managing to look hot. He won't be happy about this. About what? I asked, a little too stoked for her to continue. She was glaring into the trees, away from me. I took advantage of the distraction, taking a sneaky step back. She looked back at me and smiled. The expression made her look like a black-haired Greek goddess. About me killing you, she answered in a seductive purr, and then dot dot dot, skip a few things. Then I saw it. A huge black shape slid out of the trees, silent as a shadow and stalked deliberately toward the vampire. It was enormous, as tall as a pony, but sleeker with long bands of muscle. It was almost as tall as me, and I was super tall. The elegant muscle grimaced, revealing a line of dagger-like incisors, and I thought the monster would be prettier if it smiled. (laughs) A grisly snarl rolled out from between the teeth, rumbling across the clearing like a prolonged crack of thunder. The bear except it wasn't a bear at all. Still, this big black monster had to be the creature everyone was so freaked out about. From a distance, everyone would assume it was a bear. What else would be so furry, so sleekly built? I wished I were lucky enough to see it from a distance. Instead, it padded silently through the grass only ten feet from where I stood. Don't move an inch, Edith's voice whispered. I stared at the monstrous creature, my brain dumb with shock as I tried to figure out what it was. It was kind of dog-shaped and moved like one, too. I could only think of one possibility, scared crapless as I was, but I never thought a wolf could get so big. Da-da-da, a little more time, <clears throat> I lurched to a standing position, backing away even though the wind brushed harmlessly past me. Stumbling over my huge feet in panic, I turned and ran in a zigzag for the trees! <laughs> The next few hours were the opposite of euphoria. It took me four times as long to escape the woods as I had to get to the meadow. At first, I didn't look where I was going, focused only on what I was running from. By the time I stopped acting like a girl and got it together enough to remember the compass, I was deep in the unfamiliar and spooky forest. My giant hands were so clumsy with fear that I had to set the compass on the muddy ground to be able to read it. Every few minutes, I would stop to put it down and check that I was still heading southeast. When the sounds weren't hidden behind the thunderous pounding of my footsteps, I could hear the quiet rustle of invisible things moving the leaves. The call of a bird made me jump back and fall into a clump of pointy trees, scraping up my arms and getting my face all sticky with sap. The sudden rush of a squirrel up some other tree made me bellow so loud it almost hurt my ears. Finally, there was a break in the trees ahead. I came out onto the empty road a few miles north of where I'd left the truck. Even though I was dead tired, I jogged down to the street until I found it. By the time I stuffed myself into the tight space, I was already throwing up with fear again. I fiercely shoved down both stiff locks before I dug my keys out of my pocket. The roar of the engine was comforting and sane. It helped me control the nausea as I sped as fast as my truck would go toward the main highway. Oh that was a long one. Yeah, it was. I thought I wrote a lot today, but you always are outdoing me, bitch. This I why did you name them that, you bitch? (laughs) Okay, well listen, I went looking. I'm not
1: an expert on Russian names, but like I've mentioned. made me laugh. My Uh, parents speak Russian. There's a lot of Russian shit in the house. Um, so I've kind of asked, like, what are some male Russian names that start with T? And they're like, there kind of aren't like any that sound like Tanya. Um, there's one I'll put in the show notes. It's quite funny. Um, but the closest I could think of was Tolia is a nickname for Anatoly. Um, oh, so,
0: ah, OK. Yeah.
1: So and that's that's a shout out to all my little shadow and bone bitches. There's a character in that with Good that friend. name. Um, and I noticed that when Stephanie Meyer changed the life and death name, she tends to usually opt for changing the vowels if like there's a name with similar consonants. Um, so that's kind of what I went for. And then for Irina, like it just had to be Igor. I mean, what else is it going to be? <laughs> I don't know, but it still caught me. I off am guard. dragon reference. i
0: still caught me off guard. <laughs> I'm trying to look back and be like, wait, what made me lose it? I can't even remember. I mean,
1: short red eyes. Short red
0: (laughs) eyes. Not long. Those belong to Edith. Yeah. No, in the
1: end, I had to do colors just because I think it's important to the plot. But I wanted to make sure it was truly in the spirit of Bo's voice. So that's what we landed on. I'm not
0: too sure what's going on, but hmm. (laughs) Damn. That was so fun. I loved that. That was so good. I want to reread it now because now I'm like trying to pay attention because it was so fucking long. But I won't complain. I'm not really complaining dope. because mine is too. Well, my, I feel like my Dark Noon is not as long as that. And I was worried that it was too long because it's like four pages and a like I don't a few think lines. there's
1: any such thing as too long when it comes to Dark Noon. I will take as much as you give me, dude. And mine, Tidal mine, assistant. I
0: feel, title of your date. Mine, because it's so, I feel like it's easier to parody, uh, not just to write euphoria and agony. But to parody it because it's not like we wrote the original one. But it's hard to like write something as Stephanie Meyer and then try to go back and like slightly yeah, parody well, a little bit of it.
1: There's a fine line to walk because like on the one hand we've set rules for ourselves where like that we we're can't just write want, but like we it, it has to still be funny you know so like we're trying to hit that middle ground of like what cringe would stephanie write but also <laughs> like i in the last chapter i gave rosalie a strap on like stephanie wouldn't do that so <laughs>
0: funny that line took me out <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah.
1: that's perfect
0: though it, it was
1: great <laughs> she deserves she one.
0: does so this chapter by shannon
1: is called a plan i don't know which and number. The author's note yeah. I think it's 11. It might end up being 12. We're going to work on straightening out our, getting our dark noon house in order later today. Um, The author's note says, Edward accomplishes his last tasks before his cross-country slash cross-continental adventure. It did not take me long to realize how out of practice I was at blending in with society. I hadn't thought to bring along a passport with me when I left my family behind in Ithaca all those months ago. My hopeless wandering had brought me into the Canadian wilderness, and then into a town I still did not possess a name for. Now that I had a mission, I knew that I had to pay attention. My trek back across the border did not take me long, but after hours of running, passing through every puny, insignificant town, I began to get frustrated. And and not just because every car dealership in each town only possessed road-worn rust buckets and vehicles that were not capable of the speeds I wished to travel. I almost settled for a newer BMW, but just the sight of the 325 Coupe reminded me of Rosalie and made the frustration almost too much to bear. There was a new knot swelling deep inside me, and I didn't think I could take it. I tried not to focus on the uncomfortable burning inside my aching core. Outside of purchasing a vehicle, I did not know where else to begin. It was easier to track minds. When I had been a predator, moonlighting as an angel of death and delivering souls to hell— The humans' filthy thoughts had clued me into their monstrous, sinful urges. It was easier to strike a target when it was in sight, but I did not know where to find Victoria. My plan was vague, but it gave me a sense of purpose that invigorated me almost as much as yesterday's money laundering had. I wasn't just awake now. I was fully aroused. (laughs) kill you. (laughs) On my way out of yet another dealership, my most recently acquired annoyance reared its ugly head. The temptation to ignore it was strong, but the potential for fresh agony lay within its tiny design. It was only desperation for pain that caused me to answer the phone on its second ring. What? I growled. Step inside the gap, right across, across the street, right this instant, or else, the voice growled. Alice's frustration was both a surprise and a relief. So she'd seen something that displeased her. Maybe now she'd be willing to be a little less piteous toward me. That hardly seems like the place for a conversation. My reply was stony. You are walking around in 12-degree weather in a button-down. Get in there, she hissed. I don't care how ugly those fleece pullovers are. Buy one, now. That demand almost startled me. Alice, demanding that I enter the gap? I didn't realize I was already obeying until I was inside the store and pulling a sweater off a rack. The entire time, Alice's voice rattled in my ear. And I know you don't even know where to start. If you did, I wouldn't have seen it. Driving down I-95 listening for villain monologues is not going to help you. If you weren't so stubborn, I'd come and help you, but I know just how well that would go. Also, there's a non-zero chance you're going to need help with it, so get used to the idea now if you- There was a pause before she made a disgusted sound. Ugh, Caribbean green? Really? Ugh, fine. I didn't realize she was referring to the sweater I was paying for until the woman at the checkout was shoving it into a plastic bag. "'Anyway, Victoria isn't easy for me to see, "'so I don't know why you'd think she'd be easy to track. "'Also, Texas is huge, you—' "'There was a pause as something interrupted Alice. "'I could just barely make out Jasper's voice in the background. "'No!' Alice's voice rang loud and clear, "'and I wasn't sure if she was talking to me or to Jasper. "'Alice?' Jasper's voice was clearer now. "'He sounded frustrated. She'd been talking to him then. "'There was silence for a long few seconds.' I'd wandered back onto the sidewalk and shrugged on the ugly sweater while I waited. The second stretched. Alice? A different voice replied. Let me help. It was Jasper. I was shocked Alice had given him the phone. Shocked that Jasper would care enough to help. Instead of satisfica- satisfaction or gratefulness, I felt the knot tighten inside of me. My frustration pulsed alongside the pain. I did not want any of my siblings to accompany me on this trip. This was my penance. At the end of the day, it was my fault that Bella had ever been on James and Victoria's radar. It may not have been my fault that Victoria had gotten away, but I was determined to be the one to find her. She was my new spider on the windowsill, threatening the well-being of my universe, a pest that I needed to crush. No, I repeated Alice's sentiment. Then I turned back toward the dealership I'd just left. The garbage 325 would have to do for now. Alice had said Texas, I could get there easily enough, but I had to get there as fast as I could. I could be in Houston by sunrise tomorrow if I moved fast enough. Then realization struck me. Ah, that was why Jasper wanted to come. Before Jasper could say anything else, the sound of shuffling carried across the receiver. There was a quiet sing-song, I told you so, before Alice raised her voice again. As I was saying, you're searching for a needle in a haystack right now, and I can't tell you anything other than that she's gone south. That's all I can tell unless you let me help. Jasper's voice carried across the receiver. Alice, I'm serious. But Alice kept speaking as if Jasper hadn't spoken. And I know you won't let me, so at least answer the damn phone when I call. I did today, didn't I? I ground my teeth together. While I missed my annoying, aggravating, unreasonable, stupid, terrible sister, she was right. I did not want her to come with me either. Alice and Jasper hadn't been able to keep an eye on Bella at the Phoenix airport. What hope did I have that they'd be able to help me catch sight of Victoria? I pushed back the unfair thought and tuned back into Alice's crazy prattling. Well, keep this phone on you. Don't break it. Get a power cord in the closest circuit city, and for the love of all that is holy, please hunt. I'm already telling Esme that you're doing fine. If you want me to keep lying, then you better practice some basic self-care. The mention of my mother did the trick, and I winced as guilt swarmed me. I couldn't even snap at her in reply. I could still just barely hear Jasper in the background, trying and failing to get Alice's attention. He... no idea what he's in for. Tear him limb from... Edward ends up dead... Upset Esme a little more, I think, but Alice must have been more annoyed than I was because she ended the call without saying goodbye. Humph! <laughs> Fine then. After she convinced Jasper that I was better off doing this alone, she'd probably call back with more information. Until then, I had a car to buy and a destination in mind. Ooh. Oh,
0: is like, that's nice. She said, "That's nice, sweetie." Juicy. That's I love nice, it. Sweetie. Oh, so in
1: character for everybody. You're not, everybody you're not just... enough
0: of a main character yet. Go away. The real main characters are talking right you now. You really nailed Edward's bitchiness. My horrible bitchy fucking sister. I wanted to keep going, but I was like, I have to stop at some point. No, I like her.
1: First of all, I like that he's he forgot to put on clothes today that look like he's in winter. And I also like that she's like, I they're the ugliest fucking clothes on the planet, but get one. Oh my God, not that color. Oh my God. <laughs> Poor Alice. She's trying
0: to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's
1: doing her best. She's realized oh. that maybe
0: he he left out he left the house, and she's like, okay, I can be a little meaner now. <laughs> I can be a little meaner to him now. Well, I mean, that puts us in a great spot. So now he's moving. Chapter. He's finally we're he's we're going, move. Baby. We're going south finally because we have really had to work to get a him fun away. Revenge road trip. We love I it. know. I think that's neat, and I didn't realize until we were really going over that it is canon that like Everett traces her to texas and then ends up in there mm-hmm.
1: yeah no i tried Thumbs to up. not spoil myself spoil myself as if i don't know the plot of new i know right when i was like looking up notes of like what exactly do we know um, for sure that he did that we have to comply with here no we're doing we're doing okay we're doing pretty good texas baby bigger Yeehaw, baby <laughs> Including Edward's throbbing core. Or oh yeah, no, I gave him a knot, the knot inside him. Yeah, I figured we needed a new knot because we
0: haven't had a knot since True Twilight. Yeah, We have no Alice's knot. It's all gone. I think Edward can have a knot as a treat, but it's like a knot okay. of frustration or whatever. But it, it whatever, it doesn't matter. It's it's that so, needs to be the opening line swollen. of this
1: episode. I think Edward can have a knot <laughs> as a treat.
0: Shit! Oh no! <laughs> but yeah, Always knots. You've I mean, all. once we started really going on about, on and on and on and on and on about holes when we were reading, I was like, you know what? Which I'm so glad, Ayoko, you pointed out. I was like, you know what? I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. For a I dark
1: noon. only managed to work in one sex tape title. And I feel Bella's like Bella's really throbbing
0: hole. Edward's <laughs> struggling with that knot. <laughs> Plunging into the abyss. Yeah. They're having a time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that wraps that up. Is there anything else that I can't think of that.
1: Um. No. no agenda is. We've checked them off the list. Baby. Okay. Well, i go. Thank you so much for coming on. I was so excited when you said you would come on. <laughs> I'm glad. I, well, yeah, thanks. I mean, I don't know if I'm really exciting, but no. You know, thanks for having me. No, you're so big-brained and insightful that it's it's just kind of a blast. And like, it's almost unfair that you're also fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like, all right, you got to leave some for the rest of us, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But thank you so much for coming on um the show. Now, if you have any social media accounts that you would like to share with the class. Um, Where can people find you? Oh
1: gosh. I mean, the only place legitimately is on Tumblr and that's um, at Ioko Coco. And that's, that's all I've got. I'm, Like, I can't handle social media because I'm just... Well, they can find you at book club if they show up. Exactly.
0: That's also true. I do
1: always participate pretty much in book club. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well,
0: speaking of book club, G, can you give us a little bit of info about um, what we're doing now in book club? I sure can. A special
1: preview for Ayoko, who doesn't know what book we're doing. Um, (gasps) Um, This month, this episode airs December 18th. Which means you still have a week to read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe before our discussion on, not Christmas, December 26th, <laughs> which is a Tuesday. Yeah, we want to um, do that to you guys. Reminder that it's a Tuesday. So, yeah, that should be a fun discussion as Suez um, Suez Lewis has <laughs> really set up this Lion Jesus for us I to analyze and discuss <sighs> um, after, the day after jesus's non-birthday um, so, so yeah you guys can find book club at bella's book club all one word on tumblr.com um and there is a link there to our discord which you can join and we have this is actually the first book we've read this year that's going to have a, a movie adaptation so we will have probably a movie night to go along with our book discussion um and then we also have a goodreads and Storygraph. you can friend us on those also all bella's all one word bella's book club all lowercase
0: Woohoo! In addition to being able to find us at Bella's Book Club, you can of course find us at Three Books, One Plot, all spelled out on a few different places. Um, we are on Tumblr, Instagram, TikTok, and Ko-Fi. And of course, if you have a longer message to send that you don't want to send on Tumblr, you can send us an email at ThreeBooksOnePlot at gmail.com. If you click our episode description, you can find links to uh, including that link to our show notes for the episode and to all the socials that I just listed. Uh, plus, you can read
1: along to Euphoria yes. and Agony and Dark Noon. We are cross-posting those to Ao3, so if you would like to read along in real time, those are always available.
0: I gotta link those on the link tree. I'm so excited! Oh my god! But um, <laughs> as always, our home base is our Tumblr account. So if you really want to do um, the prime amount of participating, join us there. Of course, we are still on TikTok and Instagram, but again, Tumblr's. Uh, it's the place to be now. So go on and jump on over there. We can, we
1: can reblog the most different types of media there. We can exactly. do text,
0: we can do video, we can do photos, we can do audio. Like it's all going up on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And polls. F- We've got polls. Polls. We've got polls, baby. We've got questions. We want your participation. Um, but feel free, not even just on Tumblr, to also participate on our Spotify polls and our question of the week, if you are on Spotify. And if not, um, if you could, you know, Give us a rate or a review on any of these services, the streaming services that you use. That's always super helpful, um, especially if you're looking for a way to support us and you're like, I can't, I'm very poor and very gay and I can't. You're pay a bit dollars. of a broke ass bitch. Yeah, we, we get it. it. We love it. We so get it. <laughs> well, we don't love it, but we get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we so get it. But I mean, yeah, you can find us in any of those places. Um, and gee, I have a question for you again oh my god what could it possibly be i need you to tell us how to stay safe i we need a safety tip
1: don't worry never fear i got you okay um, hallucination <laughs> edwards safety tips of the week are number one
0: lie and number two lie better there we go all right everybody you practice them gatekeeping girl, girl bossing um gaslighting tendencies and we'll see you in the next episode bye, bye. bye.